0: Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. It's a lot more powerful. To learn how to be around other people who are drinking, than to potentially isolate yourself in a situation. So, you know, for you, let's say you're you're going out, and you're trying to cut back on on drinking, and you're in a public setting. Yeah. Um, you might want to plan ahead of time. You know, what drinks you're going to order, or how you're going to navigate the bar, or how you're going to navigate where you stand, or what you're going to say to somebody if somebody offers you a drink, or you know, maybe you normally go out and have four drinks. Maybe you're going to go out and have like one drink and milk it for the whole night. So there are a lot of different things that you can potentially do, but I, it's hard for me to give you like without knowing very no, detailed.
1: That's great. Cr- a strategy, like having a strategy. A strategy. Like- that's right. Hey, senorita, really nice to meet ya. Have some tequila and stay. Oh. This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's Dr. Andreas Michaelitis, chief psychologist at Noom. You've seen the commercials. Noom can help you lose weight by focusing first on what you're thinking instead of what you're doing. It's a behavioral change platform that looks at the habits around the core drivers of body weight and teaches us how to shift our mindset to improve our health. We're coming into a new year. Everybody's setting that resolution to get in shape, lose weight. I want to know how Noom is different. How can you make this change stick how can maybe using Noom to change my behavior help me to drink less? I'm still on my sober curious journey. Cannot wait to get into it. He's got 15 years of behavior change experience, and I need him to help change my alcohol drinking behavior. Please do me a favor and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. You'll get an alert as soon as a new episode drops. And please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Here's my episode with Dr. Andreas Michaelitis, It's a new year. Everybody's making that resolution to lose weight and get fit. But the motivation typically lasts three, four weeks. How is Noom and the new mindset different from your typical setting a New Year's resolution to lose weight? The
0: program is not an unsustainable thing that you do certain points in time, uh, the idea behind the new mindset is that there are a set of skills uh, that you can use, that you take with you for for everything, for many areas of your life, not just for for weight loss. There's nothing magical about January one. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> do try to start weight loss uh, a journey uh, there, but these are skills that you can use beyond that, and uh, you know don't have an endpoint.
1: Um, it's a lifestyle change. It's not exactly. That's exactly perfect. right. <laughs> That's exactly what I preach. Squats and margaritas is balance. Enjoy your life. Work out a few days a week. And when I used to live. With restriction and deprivation, and only focused on weight loss, I weigh 20 pounds more. And I would do the diets. Yeah, Yeah. You lose the weight and then it comes right back. So, unless you're willing to make a lifestyle change, it's just gonna come right back. Any diet can work, but you have to change your mindset too. And I think the biggest thing about Noom, like, what I see it as is people think about what they need to do, and it's like I'm going to eat clean, I'm going to exercise seven days a week. But Noom is not focused on what you're going to do; it's focused on how you think about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's right. It, but you said it right. Like you know, you the, the, even the idea that like you're depriving yourself when you deprive yourself, you, you don't. It, it, you want to do it more. If somebody says don't yeah. do something, you want to do it
1: more, and it's that's more the enticing thing about
0: yes totally totally <laughs> okay. right exactly right um uh, but the idea is exactly right is is the, the 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 book and the program is designed to creating sustainable lifelong uh habits uh that uh don't make you feel deprived and and, yes. and that feel good overall that's right
1: exactly and you say action is not dependent on motivation it's not
0: there are different kinds of motivation we you know we think about internal motivation we think about external motivation um we also think about like motivation for starting something different you know you called out before you start a diet in january january one and then you know three weeks later you're you're gone right and so i think a lot of times what happens is people are just guided directly on just uh, that surge of motivation that comes and goes and that like dictates all of their their actions um whereas uh understanding that you know there are all these different forces and and calling upon different types of motivators at different times can be really really powerful so um, you know, when you start to do something different, you're going to be really internally motivated to do something different because your brain doesn't want you to do something different. Your brain <laughs> right. wants you to do the same stuff. It's easier just to do the same things. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so using external motivators might be the right way to start uh, something um, uh, that is that is that is new, right? Um, and then also viewing this process that knowing that motivation goes up and down allows you to step back and view it differently as opposed to it being the trigger, um, uh, for, for, for different, uh, for different actions.
1: You say in the book, you, uh, you understand and accept that the setbacks will happen. It's part of the process. And I think the all or nothing approach is like how I used to live. I broke it. It's like, "Mm, I ate a cookie. Might as well eat all the cookies because I failed. And then you almost like allow yourself to eat like shit the rest of the weekend because you broke it and it's over if you just allow totally. for those kind of setbacks and like you say you you didn't fail you don't give yourself permission to quit it's a part of the process it's a part of the
0: process imagine imagine uh, one great analogy like i, I think about is imagine going to work and having a really crappy day at work and then you know you don't say oh well i'm i quit <laughs> i'm done i'm not doing this work thing anymore because it's too bad you know it it doesn't happen like that that's part of life um so i think
1: you you hit the nail on the head there i tried to make this a little bit about weight loss but i'm gonna selfishly change it into how noom can help me and for the people that dm me so my brand is squats and margaritas but i've been very candid about my sober curious journey and i'm really trying to drink less And I still stand by my balanced lifestyle because if you say you're not drinking, then it's off limits and it's all you want. So I don't say I would be sober, but I, I am having trouble changing that behavior. And it's like what you said, our brain's like, no, 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 we drink. We don't want to change it. Where's the (laughs) wine? I'm having trouble. And I'm wondering how Noom and like changing that mindset could help me with that. Because I know it's, it's about your conscious versus your subconscious mind, right? Like I know it's bad for me. I know it's poison. I know all the negative things about it and that the positives don't outweigh it, but I still desire it. So how can I change my thinking around alcohol? More squats and
0: margaritas in a moment. Now this. Now, back to squats and margaritas. I mean, I think first and foremost, it's important to identify why like why you want to what's the reason for wanting to um uh to to cut down or to quit uh completely might not be that might be that quitting completely might not you know not be for for you it's not an approach that works for every single person but uh, anchoring yourself on just like that that why is is really important it also sounds like you've already built um uh some some techniques around decreasing the amount of of alcohol that you drink. So I think it's like identifying the like, why do you want to decrease even more? And then building some strategies around um, you know, doing it in a way that that fits into your life and then exposing yourself to that. Um, I'm sure it was really difficult to 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 even cut back when you first started cutting back, but it's probably easier now uh, because you've exposed yourself and um, you know, it probably feels different. And so it's it's a matter of understanding why Um, being really clear about that, um, exposing yourself, um, and then just developing different uh, habits. But yeah, all the concepts in the book are are applicable to a lot of of different uh, kinds of uh, things that, you know, you want to change. And the company's mission is not to help people lose weight. The company's mission is to help people everywhere, uh, lead healthier lives through behavior change.
1: And one of those techniques, um, you talk about habit bundling, yeah, totally. Um so uh, building a habit
0: is difficult. It's really really difficult, right? Because it takes a lot of time. It's doing something different. Habit bundling is connecting a new habit to an existing habit. Um and almost building it on the back of another habit that already exists. So let's say you want to, you know, orient yourself around your goals or your why or or something that is a, a kind self-talk, something like that, right? But that's a really difficult process to do well well maybe you do it every time you brush your teeth that's a set time where you actually are standing in front of the mirror with yourself Mm. uh, brushing your teeth and so you can connect the two in that moment to kind of do something that is is not already a habit so habit bundling is just a way of of uh, developing a new habit on the back of another habit
1: okay and then you talk about when you're formulating your goals there are super goals then you have sub goals that kind of help support So in my drinking, and I just want to say like, again, I stand by balance. I think the pandemic took a lot of moms (laughs) down. Like it was like every day, that's what you do. It was like, I was on TikTok, we drink in the afternoon and that's what moms do. But then it was like the world opened back up and I was still doing it. And I'm like (laughs) self-aware enough to be like, okay, like this is too much. So I started sharing my journey and a lot of other moms kind of felt the same way. And my super goal would be, I'm not going to say sobriety because it makes it more enticing. To drink less, what? So, what sub goals you set? I'm like on a daily basis. Talk about yeah. So a
0: sub goal would be something that is uh, smaller that is you know, kind of getting you towards that bigger goal that you're looking to. So it could be something that is specifically for this week or um, for the next couple of days. I like to think about the the concept of a, of a SMART goal, um, which, um, you know, you probably have been exposed to and Many people have been exposed to, but it's, it's um, a goal that is specific, um, measurable, achievable, um, realistic or relevant. Um, and it's time bound, uh, time, time mm-hmm. limited as well. Um, And so it's very different than to say, all right, I'm not going to drink as much this week. Right. There's something very (laughs) different than, you know, I'm I'm very vague. Uh, (laughs) You know, that's very different uh, than saying like, you know, I will, uh, you know, have two glasses of wine between now and until Friday. Right. That's very specific, um, very tangible. And when Friday comes along, you can really like look back and check in to say like, did I do this or did I not do it kind of thing?
1: Yeah. It has Um, to be more specific. Super I'm just like trying to drink less, and it's like, what do I gauge it on? <laughs> like, exactly. Not, okay. Exactly. I need to make it more specific. If somebody's trying to stop a behavior, like somebody's trying to uh, quit smoking, do you recommend that you replace that habit with something else, like a non-alcoholic beer or wine, to kind of replace that habit, or does that not work?
0: I think what works for some people doesn't work for everybody, right? Yeah, and it's true. pretty, it's pretty com- complex, right? And I think the in the moment, um, feeling of like wanting to, you know, you said smoking of, of wanting to smoke at different stages. It's very, very different. Like if you're just quitting smoking now, like today, let's say, um, you, you, what you're experiencing over the next couple of weeks is very different than what you'll experience in a month or two. Right. And so there are tools that we even talk about in the book. Um, one of which called is called urge surfing. Right. And it's, kind of riding the wave of of that urge and viewing it as an urge and it will kind of go away mm. um after some time. But it's almost like labeling it, understanding it and riding it um for, for it to go away. And the more that you like change your reaction to urges, the less impact those urges should have on you. But above and beyond like holding something or 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 doing something uh like that, it's it's more viewing these concepts as they're happening and, and understanding what's going on as it's happening. So you can actually start to change it. And maybe that's holding something to get through the earth, or maybe it's just counting. Cause you know, that'll go away in a couple of minutes.
1: Yeah. I like what you said too. Just like thinking about why I want a glass of wine. We can get into, I used to, I had a, lots of eating disorders and I looked at food as like something you would take away or punishment. And now that mm. I'm like past that, it's like, Food is an experience and I enjoy, like, I want a glass of wine with pasta. I want a beer with chicken wings or pizza. Sure. So I feel like if I don't have it, I'm like almost missing out on this experience. Like, so it, that's why it feels like I'm feeling deprived if I don't have it. And it's like, maybe I just need to change my mindset that it, I don't need a glass of wine to enjoy a meal. Like, I just need to shift that. And I still have it. Like, I can't, it's still like a desirable Thing. Well, I wouldn't label it as good or bad. Like I would, it is bad. No, it's like not good but, for you. I, well, I mean, so don't look okay, at it that if, way.
0: If you think about food as being good or bad, then there's a lot yeah. of other stuff that comes with that, right? Okay. Um So I wouldn't view food is just food, right? Alcohol is just alcohol, food. right? It's the kind of, the kind of like what you do with it and how we label it that impacts our our emotional state and and all the different things. But um, it sounds like what you're saying is you have an association between alcohol and eating right yeah and pairing. and that's an association <laughs> yeah it's a pairing and that's something that you do want to change and 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 behavior changes is, is really 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 difficult right and so in order to do something like that change it differently like you have to probably set a goal around that because it's not going to come out natural you know the the um the reason we set goals is because we want to interrupt a pattern or we want to do if you have a if you have a, a behavior already that's a routine or a pattern then you don't really need a goal around it because it is what it is kind of thing mm-hmm. and so um, in order to begin to change some of those associations you actually have to expose yourself to having one without the other in in a, in, in a way that's meaningful enough to not think about it in the same way that 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 you currently think about it okay. um, just as right now you've cut down on on drinking as you said And it feels different. Um, Well, that's because like you expose yourself to something different. You change some associations. So it's really a matter of like setting some goals around that and exposing yourself and practicing uh, the things that are, um, you know, aligned with your health goals. More
1: squats and margaritas in a moment. Now
0: this. Now back to squats and
1: margaritas. And everybody's different. But how long does it typically take for a habit to like Kick in. (laughs) Everyone's different.
0: Everyone's different. I need a a, a cop out. (laughs) It's not a cop out. It's not only that everyone's different, but it's also like the type of behavior that's complex, right? Like if if it's something that you've done your whole entire life that is um, something you're trying to change, it's going to be harder because that like pathway and that pathway in your brain and that behavior is a lot more ingrained in a lot of other stuff. Um, if it's something that is not as, you know, let's say you, you used to do something in the past that you no longer do, but you'd like to get back to doing well, that's probably something easier for you because you already yeah. have those pathways and it's probably going to be, you know, once you expose yourself, there's going to be this, this probably familiarity that's going to come with it. So, um, so it, it, it really depends on like yeah the thing you're trying to change your history and a whole bunch of things. And anybody who tells you it's going to take you exactly this long is you know not or like you this. takes
1: it's going to take at least like don't expect that you're going to have this by, but that's it doesn't matter oh Everybody. um i
0: i wouldn't i i don't want to mislead you by saying it's going to take <laughs> at least a couple weeks um uh but uh because that also depends on like how often you practice it or how often you do it so if you if you practice something new more frequently it's probably going to become a habit a lot more a lot Uh, faster. Um, if you also incorporate the habit in other areas of your life and, um, uh, so you're essentially doing it more often then probably going to happen a a lot faster. But if you're spreading it out into like once a week over a couple of weeks or more than that, it's probably going to take a little bit longer. So it really depends.
1: And when you're saying like, expose yourself to like, I would think like, I'm not going to go out because I know everybody's gonna be drinking. You, you should expose yourself to being around the thing that that's a positive thing. That's a helpful thing to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, what what you don't want to do, what's very difficult to, to, so everyone's different. I just need to say that out loud. Right. And every drinking situation is different. And so (laughs) what I say to you right now is just very general broad that like, I don't know that, you know, so that's my, my quick disclaimer there. Um, but, what you want to try to avoid is that like feeling of you're depriving yourself uh, from from something so it's a lot more powerful to learn how to be around other people who are drinking than to potentially isolate yourself um, in a situation so you know for you um, let's say you're you're going out. And you're trying to cut back on on drinking, and you're in a public setting. Yeah. Um. You might want to plan ahead of time. Uh. You know what drinks you're going to order, or how you're going to navigate the bar, or how you're going to navigate where you stand, or what you're going to say to somebody if somebody offers you a drink, or you know maybe it, you're not. You know maybe you normally go out and have four drinks. Maybe you're going to go out and have like one drink and milk it for the whole night. Um, yeah. So there are a lot of different things that you can you know potentially do. Um, yeah, but I, it's hard for me to give you like a, without knowing the very no, detail, you know? Yeah.
1: That's great. Cr- a strategy, like having a
0: strategy. A strategy like, that's right.
1: And I'm right. finishing your book because I want, like you said, I want it to be a lifestyle. And I just know so many people that are doing dry January. And I know that on February 1st, it's going to be binge drinking again. And I'm like, what is the point? <laughs> They're not even like setting themselves up. Like it's almost like a wasted 30 days to like, make it easier to stop. They just go back like right to drinking again I don't want to do a dry yeah. January I want to make a lifestyle change and that is what this does
0: that's and right you- yeah it's not a matter of like depriving yourself or doing things that are unsustainable it's more like how can you uh do things that that are repeatable um and that make sense in your lifestyle uh long term that's right
1: and anybody listening to this about to start a diet you know for the new year why should they check out the new mindset versus any other kind of I know we keep bringing it back to weight loss but I know that that's what women are yeah. doing right now <laughs> any other kind of weight loss plan.
0: Um it's not a weight loss I, I would say it's yeah. not really it's a it's um it's a book that helps arm you for any kind of behavior change that you're going to do. This one is is geared towards uh weight loss um in the exa- some of the examples that they use but it's really a skill set that can be used for anything that you're trying to uh to to change um uh at all. So uh I, I think traditional weight loss approaches are, are very prescriptive and, you know, very, um, do this and not that is, this is not the approach. This is very, you know, understand yourself as a part of a journey of a, of a longer sustainable lifestyle.
1: More squats and margaritas in a
0: moment. Now this, now back to squats and margaritas.
1: As I finish it, I'm going to be sharing it on the perspective of drinking less and how it's helping me. Awesome. And hopefully it'll help other moms that are dealing with this, give them strategies. Um, So the book is called the new mindset, learn the science, lose the weight. It's available now. And where can people get more from you?
0: Follow Noom on Instagram. You can also try the new trial as well to get a little bit more of a sense of some of the stuff that, that, that we do follow us on Facebook as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we are.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas.